Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio. Featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. Today is the first installment in 2021 of our Masterclass Educational Series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil with Mother Mary. I am joined by my special guest co-host, Danielle Gibbons. Since 1994, Danielle has served as full-body channel for Mother Mary, the ascended being who gave birth to Jesus, the Christ child in her last lifetime. After our discussion, Danielle will allow Mother to come through in her distinct voice to share universal truths and lend guidance for the human journey with the listeners. Danielle is the author of the life-changing book, Mother Mary's Pathway to Love, and has connected people worldwide with Mother's divine wisdom, love, and grace through best-selling courses, life-changing retreats, radio appearances, and online events to inspire individuals to awaken and expand their consciousness. To learn more about upcoming events and to join Danielle's community, visit BelovedPublications.com. Visit SpiritualInsightsRadio.com to join the Spiritual Insights community and subscribe to my periodic newsletter. While you're there, you can review with all the archives of all of the divine transmissions we've put together so far. Well, I am excited to get started. So hello, Danielle. It's so good to be together um, again. Hello, Charlotte. Happy New Year 2021. It's great to be here with you and all your amazing listeners. Thank you. It is really nice to be out of that 2020 vibe yes. and into a bit of a new vibe. Mm-hmm but with a little bit of aftertaste from 2020. (laughs) That's a good way to put it, yeah. So it's that time of year again, Danielle, where you bring forth Mother Mary's School of Love. Why don't you tell us what's happening with it this year? Oh, it is so exciting. I I am really looking forward to this year uh, for a few reasons. One, the biggest one is all the changes that are happening on the planet right now, energetically, uh, emotionally, physically, uh, spiritually. I think we are just in a very exciting period of um, growth and expansion and school of love is mother's annual course that 
helps and supports your expansion into love. It's, ba- it's very focused on, well, this year it's going to be focused on uh, healing and expanding your self-worth, your, uh, your relationship to your self-worth, in essence, your relationship to yourself. And what, I, what she always has me do is uh, create a School of Love masterclass that is a free three class series that happens this year on uh, January 25th, 27th and 29th. And it serves two purposes. One, you can take each class, what's offered in each class and create your own structure for transformation. Or it serves as a great uh, introduction to the deeper School of Love course that runs from the beginning of February toward, uh, until the end of May. And so both are, uh, well, the School of Love Masterclass is a beautiful complement and possible introduction to the School of Love course so that you can decide mentally, emotionally, energetically, spiritually, physically, whether school of love is right for you. Uh, Mother is a big believer in feeling your way through the decision process, as opposed to just thinking your way through the decision process. So I, um, it has been so extraordinary every year, Charlotte, I cannot tell you how much I grow because I like to participate in the course <laughs> even while it's happening. Like I do all the work and, you know, and it is astonishing how the changes in my life and it just keeps getting better. So I'm, I'm really excited. It is, I can speak to the masterclass, the three, uh, the three evening class um, that you're doing this month uh, on, again, on the 25th, the 27th and 29th. Uh, this was so powerful, so cathartic, and so transformative in just three meetings, but it's live with her, and she's doing energy work on you, too. It's just so powerful, so I recommend everybody uh, participate in that, and if you can, participate in the in the larger school of love. I know that's a major commitment. Um, that's almost four months, and I can imagine what a huge undertaking that is. But if you it is, but really at the, at the same time, it's everything's recorded. So you can go through the, the course at your own pace. You don't have to do it live. Okay. Uh, live is just live. She just likes doing it live. And we just set up the weekly classes because that's the way mother likes to do it. And she likes you to have time to change so that, you know, you're not feeling rushed and pushed. Right. Um, but you can uh, you can go through the course at whatever pace you you want because awesome. uh, everything's recorded and posted in the in the course the day after the live class right. happens. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's good to have time to process because she shares so much yes. and then she gives you homework. So, yeah, you yeah. Do need time <laughs> to process. Wow. OK, so go to ball. So go to belovedpublications.com. And you'll be posting soon when people can register. Yes. And the best way to learn is uh, all about both the masterclass and school of love. The, uh, the course 
is go to my website, uh, belovedpublications.com, sign up to get the, uh, my emails. And that way you'll get all the details um, and all the links to sign up because you have to register for the masterclass. Um, so yeah, you'll get everything uh, you need there. Awesome. Sounds great. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it myself. Yes. So today, I think what we're going to do is we're going to try to put everything in context mm -hmm. and just grab it all up, bring it together and just take a look at the whole picture, all the little pieces of the puzzle. So we had the pandemic. We've had other crises. We've had a lot of shifts, energetic shifts, planetary shifts, consciousness shifts. And going forward, um, all I can say that I'm witnessing is there's a lot of polarity right now. Yes. And that for me is a direct reflection of the collective. Mm -hmm. So that tells me that there's a lot of anger that has been stifled for a very, very long time. Hundreds yes. of years, I'll say. And in order for that to heal, it has to come out. Yes. So with the tumultuous events that have taken place, I feel that we will see more as this energy comes up to be dissipated and healed. But inside all of that, there's so many moving parts to this is I'm really seeing equality emerge. Mm -hmm. I was listening to someone speak about how they were seeing that we had to determine what an essential worker was. Mm -hmm. And they turned out to be the people that we often take for granted. Yes. And so there's that equality. And so there's a lot of talk about equal wages and uh, closing gaps in a lot of these areas of our lives that do have that polarity and that inequality. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm seeing. It's, it's quite magical, even though it's also very tragic at the same time. So I want to dedicate this segment to anyone who has lost a loved one in this pandemic or for any other reason in the past year. I think of them every day and I hope that peace finds them often on their path to healing. What do you feel you're observing? I agree with, with um, your observations about uh, polarity, but you know, polarity is, is sort of a fact of our existence as human beings. You know, we, it's just in our everyday conversation, good and bad, black and white, you know, love and fear. Uh, it's, we have a very comparative, um, polarized kind of perception, right? People are rich or poor. And a lot of that is based on outward expressions of ourselves or uh, the things we have, the achievements that we make, the, you know, the events that we participate in. And what I feel is emerging in this equality is that inner life uh, that people it's been a saying in our, at least in America, in our culture, you know, that uh, it's, you're beautiful on the inside, you know, it's more important what's on the inside, but not a lot of people really believe that 
in on the inside, you know, you can say it over and over and over again, everybody's special, everybody's, you know, equal, everybody, you know, all that. But until we internalize that, not much is really going to change. So what I'm finding with this emerging uh, energy of equality is more and more people are choosing to believe it inside that if and it's it's scary because if i if i choose to believe that i am equal to others then in you know conversely i have to believe that everyone is also equal to me mm-hmm. so i have to give up i have to give up my own prejudices my own arrogance my own false pride Um, things that I have used to prop myself up in my insecurity, right? In my, in my, in my lack of equality or my lack of self-worth, I've created these sort of paradigms internally that have propped up my fragile, you know, unbalanced ego. And so in order to embrace my equality, um, I have to embrace everyone's equality, it's one of those things I, I believe, I could be wrong, that we all have to kind of inch forward in together. Uh, this, this feels more like a co-creative, communal, collective kind of movement rather than just me saying, oh, this is what I got out of 2020 or this is, you know, the, like right. you were saying, that putting it all together, that kind of overview. Mm-hmm. Um, something interesting happening recently to me. And this never, I, I've lived here in my present home for the last three years. And my neighbor, who is lovely, I adore her. She is, she's such an angel. She is master gardener, always spending time outside in her garden. And she has these wonderful bird feeders. And I get to benefit from it because... Um, I have tons of these, all, all these kinds of birds. They're always, you know, in my yard too, because awesome. of her feeders. I know it's just, it's so beautiful. And recently, just this last week, I don't know if it's the same hawk. I'm not really much of a bird watcher, so I'm not exactly sure, but I have had daily one or multiple hawks uh, visit and sit on my fence right outside my office window, like right right there on the fence post. And I love hawks. And I know with Native American um, cultures, there is a belief that hawks are the messenger. They provide their divine messenger. They provide that bird's eye view, sort of telling you to kind of step back and take the bigger view rather than your narrow, um, you know, finite kind of view. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, it's interesting that you brought up these um, your own observations, and then what Mother wanted us to focus on today, and what what I've been sort of coming to, and then the hawk is just that perfect representation of what we're all experiencing. Is you know we're being asked to step back and and have a much bigger view, a more inclusive view. Uh, and kind of get out of my own 
my own self, I guess, you know, that kind of, uh, that sort of uh, circling, you know, just uh, oneness. How, what's the... oneness, like mother was yes. talking about, oneness, instead of not so much individual, unique, yes, but individual into oneness. Yeah. Yes. Mm hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Mm hmm. And the phrase you were thinking of is it's it's not what's on the outside. It's what's on the inside that counts. And so mm -hmm. now I think we get to see each other from the inside out. Now we get to recognize us in the other person. You are me. Yes. I am you. I want to yeah. say about the birds that the ones in my neighborhood are acting very strangely. And <laughs> I attribute it to the energies that are shifting. Mm -hmm but humongous flocks have been flying over and screeching as they go by. And I just observe all of it. It's been pretty interesting. For the listeners, I wanna um, say, if you're also an observer of nature, um, you might wanna pick up a copy of Animal Speak by Ted Andrews. It's a fabulous book that gives the uh, symbolic uh, representations of many different types of animals, landscapes, that kind of thing. This is something since we're being encouraged to get back into nature, to uh, have a nice little handbook to help you interpret what you see in nature. Anyway, that was a sidebar. So it's all pretty interesting. And I, I do have to get out and about to take care of things. I, we're all mostly uh, isolated uh, still with quarantine. But I can say that I've noticed a little more kindness and consideration of people. And uh, mm -hmm. so that's good to see. So I just want to remind everybody, because we still have several months of this to go through, to try and be as patient as you can. It's been almost a year that we've been going through this and I know it's very difficult for some, but try to be patient, try to keep the faith um, and stay on a regimen of self-care and self-reflection and remember to look for the miracles and see what spirit's doing with this, what, what's happening for us rather than what's happening to us. And mm -hmm. I think when we get through this, I, perhaps we will all have some pretty remarkable stories to share about growth and clarity and expansion mm. and uh, so I, I look forward to it being over but I'm trying to be as clear and present and conscious mm. as I can because COVID isn't the only thing everybody's dealing with we all have our challenges yes. and so Danielle and I both send you light and love and we hold you in our hearts that you'll get through this unscathed hopefully Yes, yes. And at peace, for the most part, as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Always holding space for all of you to have as much peace and grace um, as you go through your days, as is uh, possible for you to receive. Awesome. Okay. Do we want to bring Mother through now? Let's do it. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Hold on just a minute. <laughs> <sighs> Hello, beloved one. Hello, mother. Welcome. 
It is wonderful to be here with you and all of your listeners today. Thank you. As always, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> so today uh, we are going to feel out the energies as they are moving in your collective at this time. We're going to look at the year that has passed and the year that is emerging. So as I have talked about in the past, as you begin to uh, take apart the old paradigms, you will find that um, just like when you turn over a log in the forest, oftentimes you see a lot of insects and the first thing that happens when the light hits them is that everyone's scurrying around, mm -hmm. confusion, not sure what to do or where to go. Um, how can they burrow back in or hide? Right? Yes. So if we look at yes. that from a human perspective, um, as you know, beloved, from your own growth, from your own expansion, mm -hmm. Oftentimes, that first moment where the light is shined into the dark corners of your being, there is that scrabbling feeling inside. Oh my gosh, I've been revealed. Um, I'm naked. Mm -hmm. Where do I run? What do I do? Right? There's this uh, scrabbling for purchase. Vulnerability. Vulnerability. It is hard to be seen when what is being seen is perceived as bad or wrong, when it is perceived either by yourself or the people around you as. Um, um, as destructive or unlawful or um, that you have done something that is unforgivable. These are all aspects of vulnerability that you as humans find very painful. Yes. So I wish that I could say, oh, it's going to be fantastic from here on out. But the truth is, beloved ones, that revelation, illumination in just the first bit is always uncomfortable. Right? Because um, you all get very comfortable in hiding. You create masks, you create costumes, uh, you create uh, walls from all this that you hide behind. Mm -hmm. 
And when those masks come off, when the costumes are taken off, when the walls come down, particularly when it happens unexpectedly or seemingly without your permission, mm. there is that feeling of panic. So what is happening is that walls are coming down energetically. Masks are coming off energetically. Costumes are being taken off energetically. And when that happens, the mind can convince you that you are not, you did not give your approval for this. You did not agree to this. You did not sign on for this. But I ask you, yes, feel those feelings. If there is panic or fear, if there is a surge of uncertainty or doubt, let yourself feel it. Don't deny what you are feeling. But also recognize that your conscious brain, your mind or human mind can only hold so much within it. And you are more than that. You are a part of a collective. And you are at a time in history where the collective is shifting. Because the collective has to shift in order to continue. Right? Mm -hmm. So you have a sort of innate wisdom that you may not be consciously aware of. You know that as a human being, you will always be a part of a tribe. And every tribe knows that you rise and fall together. It doesn't matter how small or big that tribe is. The sort of uh, rules stay the same. And there's a small set of basic rules in how humans live, how they survive, how they operate within the greater ecosystem on your planet. And those rules are not going to change anytime soon, if at all. Mm -hmm. right? They govern your ability to live in a body on this planet. And so whether you feel you've given conscious permission, you are going to be a part of this evolution, this change. And like all change, there are parts that will be painful, uncomfortable, they may even re-trigger trauma from your past. But now you get the opportunity to utilize all, all the tools that you have been given. So you may need to do extra time meditating. You may need to do extra time getting support from others. You may need to do extra time uh, in your writing structure, 
your writing tools, all the things that you do to support your spiritual serenity, you may have to step that up because there is always a tumultuous type of energy that is involved in change. If you think of it from a sort of molecular um, structural level, when matter shifts, the molecules have to rearrange themselves. And while that's happening, that can look chaotic. So if you uh, take water and transform it into a gas, if you watch the molecule, the water molecules in that transformation, it can look very chaotic, right? Yes, it does. So this is the same thing. You are in the process of rearranging yourselves in how you live together, how you live with nature, how you live with each other, how you live with yourselves. And so it's important to recognize that your free will is not being violated. But rather, the free will that you exercised to become human, to incarnate within the human uh, wheel of death and rebirth, sort of automatically signs you up for being one with the collective. So yes, you have your individual free will, but by choosing to be human, exercising your free will as a soul, by choosing to be human, you are also subject to the collective movement to the collective will. Mm-hmm. You know, when you sign up for certain websites, they say, please read our terms and conditions, right? Yes. And most people don't read them. No, they don't. <laughs> it's the same thing when you choose to come to a human experience. There are terms and conditions, right? And you may not be aware of what all those are, but they still apply. So what you're moving into, 2020 was the last year in this age that is declining, where the individualism is going to be the goal, right? Mm -hmm. Now you are moving into 
an age where um, the collective unity is the goal. Right? Mm. What is your individual unique contribution to the collective going to be? Doesn't have to be uh, monumental or uh, gigantic. It can be something as simple as doing your best to choose kindness rather than fear and negativity. Right? That every day you choose kindness is a day that you are contributing kindness to the collective. Okay. So you do not have to go out and create this big uh, ministry or this big uh, project to change the world. But do recognize that 2021, you are going to start to hear the clarion call of the collective. You will start to feel the pull of the collective on your individual self to say, please, can you contribute? Please, what are you here to offer to the collective? We need you. We need you, we need you, we need you, right? Yes. And you will start to feel that um, your soul gifts become more clear to you without a lot of effort on your part. That is part of the energy that is being released into um, the planet at this time to support you and help you to figure out what do you need to contribute to the collective and how can it be made easy for you to contribute that? So you will start to feel this pull towards oneness in a way that you have not before. Maybe some of you have, but I'm speaking more collectively, right? Okay. That all of a sudden you will begin to feel what that really means. It will cease to be a mental construct and it will become an experiential understanding. Hmm. And you will feel that call to the collective. And here's what happens with that. Not only do you, the individual, become less important, you become equally important. Mm. And so smaller versions of the collective or the tribe become less important but become equally as important or they become more important than they were before, right? Depending on the scale that the collective has placed people, countries, communities, ideas, uh, the place they have uh, held on that scale of importance will all start to shift. Oh, 
So some countries, some belief systems, some people will become much less important. Some people will become more important. Right? You began your talk today um, pointing out the essential workers. Well, how do you decide who is essential? But instead of then taking those that are essential, who have been forgotten largely or marginalized enormously, mm -hmm. instead of making them more important, you are raising them up to be equally as important, as important, right? And those that you have placed on pedestal after pedestal after pedestal, you will feel their humanity and you will start to place them on an equal footing as you place yourself on that equal footing. Countries that you have uh, idealized and placed on these pedestals of superpower mm -hmm. or uh, romanticized, you will start to take them off their pedestals. And those you have uh, basically forgotten again or marginalized, uh, demonized, you will start to raise them up into equality. Because I will tell you something, beloved ones, that this imaginary scale of importance that each of you holds within yourself is at the root of so much of your personal and societal problems. And we're going to work deeply on that imaginary scale in School of Love this year. I'm going to be diving into self-worth in a way that many of you may never have thought about, imagined that it was, or allowed yourself the possibility of exploring your self-worth to this degree that we are going to do. So taking people, countries, communities, uh, belief systems down off of pedestals is scary. Yes. And raising others up takes effort. Mm. Each of you are going to be called upon to contribute. Don't let your mind say, oh, I have nothing to give. I'm just me. Uh, what do I have to give? That is old paradigm thinking. That is old um, thinking that, again, you are less than or you are greater than others. But focus on, I don't know what I have to contribute, but I'm willing to contribute. I may not know exactly what I will be called upon to contribute by the collective, but I'm willing to do so when I am called. 
that you focus on contributing with love, with kindness, and with compassion. And believe me, the collective will absolutely call you to your service, your contribution. Because the question you need to be asking yourselves is, does the earth really need us? Mm. Mm -hmm. And that is a sobering question. Humans have placed themselves, all humans, no matter how low your self-esteem or self-worth, all humans have placed yourself above much of nature. But those days are coming to a close. And if you can step back and remember our beloved Metatron's teaching on neutrality, if you can step back and ask yourself that question from a place of neutrality, you may be surprised by how you feel about the answer. Are you critical, you as a human, are you all critical to the survival of the planet? No, you are not. Does the earth need you in order for her evolution to continue? No, she does not. Let yourself be humbled by those answers instead of offended or frightened. That is not the point of the question. The question is there to help you find your humility. Not greater than, but not less than. That yes, you all are here. And that is vital to understand. You are here now. And so, Gaia wants you here. But she may not need you here. So let yourself be humbled that you are invited to stay every day that you are alive, that human beings exist on this planet. You are being invited to stay. You are a guest. She is and our yet, host. Yes. She and yet need us. it is your hope. Your home at the same time. Mm -hmm. So let yourself be wanted mm. and feel what that means for this extraordinary being, this whole planet to want you to be here. Because if you were not wanted, you would not be here. So find your humility within your humanity. That is what you are being called to in 2021. 
Be open to hear the call. And when you feel it, answer that call. Mm. I promise you it will enhance your life. It will provide for your life and it will support your life. It sounds like we could call this mother the great balancing. Mm. Yes, indeed. Balance to everything. Yes. That's what I'll call it then. And we will get through this. Well, uh, and we, and what we do you will, mean by Well, I, I am, uh, like I was saying earlier, um, then I, I anticipate that the next few months will be rather dramatic and uh, full of change. And like your reference to lifting the log up, a lot of feelings like that, the panic, the vulnerability. But if we listen to what Mother's saying now, ladies and gentlemen, this will help us stay steady in that panic that we might be feeling. Yes, indeed. And recognize as well that I'm not just talking about uh, sort of events or things that are going to happen in the United States. I'm talking about all over the world. And no, it's not just going to be a few more months. it's going to be uh, quite a few years. Yes. It might be a few more months until you all sort of figure out how to live within the context of COVID. Yes, that's Uh, what I meant. But but there are far more uh, larger energies that are emerging that are going to be turning logs over uh, all over the planet. Right. The... And these are the great equalizers. Right. And that takes time. Yes. It really is fascinating. But it's also very full of hope. Yes, because while there might be fear in the rearrangement, what will emerge will be worth the change, worth the effort, Mm -hmm. worth anything that you might feel or experience right now in the present. Right. And if you allow yourself, you can feel that in the midst of the panic. And your events in the United States recently are a wonderful example of that. For those of you that are deeply tuned in to the energies that are present in your world, what you may have witnessed or what happened seemed uh, difficult, painful, frightening, uh, upsetting, maybe traumatizing for some of you, but what these people that chose these actions, they are representing that deep, deep desire for change. 
and all the people that marched with the Black Lives Matter in solidarity, uh, as a necessity, as a powerful desire. This was an uprising of the deep, deep need for change. Absolutely. Right? And so um, these events create revelation. And it's important that you don't get stuck in blaming the people for what they've done. It's not that they should not be held accountable, whether they have broken laws or um, done things that the society or the collective finds uh, unacceptable. But what I am saying is that look deeper, look deeper. What are the changes that people want? Right? Yeah. They want um, they want more balance. They want more equality or equity mm -hmm. in their lives, right? They want the same opportunities that other people are given. Now, yeah. what they do with those opportunities is uh, their choice, their free will. It might uplift them, it might not. But people are asking, demanding, yearning for, craving equal opportunities for yes. all. That is where these changes are moving, right? Yes. So no matter what happens moving forward, try to sit with it and go deeper. What do you feel is happening below the surface? Mm -hmm. That way you won't get distracted by how other people try to define the event. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, I like, I like the way you put that. And depending on which group of people in which country are doing the action, there is always going to be another group that are going to tell you how you should feel about it. Mm -hmm. They're going to try to tell you what exactly happened and how you should feel about it and what it really means. Hmm. So be careful that you don't just um, flip right into belief because they um, are, you might initially agree with them. Mm -hmm. Look deeper, feel more deeply and that way you will feel what is really emerging in the aftermath of these events. What is really being requested and what may be denied.
Hmm. What's being balanced here? How, how is it leveling something? And even though it may take a while or look kind of frightening from the outside, something's happening beneath the surface that is worthy, worthy of, of happening yes. and being here. Yes. And you are going to find that um, there is an upwelling of community spirit mm. happening around the world. And again, this is not that all of a sudden you are going to all live in a utopian society where there are no cares or worries and all things go well for all people. What I am saying is that you need more community spirit. You need more a sense of unity. You need to embrace more deeply that what happens to you happens to all. And what happens to all happens to you. Right, that you mm -hmm. really are in this together. You don't get to pick and choose who's part of the collective. That is not your decision to make. <laughs> but to embrace the collective as one, that is the focus, that is the energy, that is the hope that is emerging this year. Mm. Mm. Wonderful. Thank you so much, beloved, for allowing me to be here with you and your beautiful listeners on this day. Mm. We're honored, truly. Thank you. I love you. And I'm with you always. Mm. Mm. I love you too. Namaste. Namaste, mother. My, my. <laughs> my, my. My, my. <clears throat> that really pulled it all together, didn't it? It really did. It really did. And uh, <laughs> I have to agree with her. I cannot help but feel so much hope. I, I have been this past year... Hmm, I've probably been more filled with hope than I have in, I don't even know how long. And I don't mean that from like, I felt hopeless before. I don't mean that. I just don't know that, I don't know, hope was not really necessary or I don't know. My life is pretty, pretty great in, in a lot of ways. So, but I, after everything that's been going on, all the difficulties, 
all the kind of craziness. I am just feeling enormous, enormous hope. That's great. It doesn't feel false. Yeah. No, it doesn't feel false, but that's great. And I'm glad that that's your experience, but I have to confess that my experience largely in my life has been a sense of hopelessness as I observe humanity and the way people treat each other and the inequities and so many people feeling left behind and forgotten the homeless people and in camps. And I think, I think with what really made me angry and grateful at the same time, but really angry that when they introduced this um, stimulus for COVID on several fronts for businesses, for small business and for individuals, there was an enormous amount of money available. And I kept thinking, you have all those trillions of dollars. Let's write them checks. Okay, boom, just like that. Money in a bank account. And there are homeless people and there are starving children. There are disadvantaged kids. And it really, it really made me angry, but it also made me very grateful that change is finally happening. And Mm -hmm. these things are being recognized and acknowledged and addressed so I can see the change occurring but for most of my life I I would look around and say that's not that's not fair we could do better than that when I was 19 I worked for a farming magazine and I learned that there are silos in this country filled with things like soybeans and they sit there to rot because if they're distributed or sold, then it would lower the price, the, price. the gross That's national correct. product. Yeah. And so we could really feed everybody in the country and largely yeah. a large percentage of the world with what we grow here. Yeah. But the selfishness and the, the power grab and, the, and the, all the, everything mother talked about, this is something that I will cheer to see balanced out. that nobody should this is the land of milk and honey they call it the the american dream and quite frankly i just see a lot of things that make that very difficult to achieve for many people for many people and it's got to stop so yes i am energized and um galvanized by by the hope that that I feel and the excitement that I feel in seeing progress. So mm. there is progress. I agree. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. And, uh, and it's really a matter of, it, it, you know, if you look at governments around the world, uh, they are becoming more and more diverse. And, you know, and that's been a big part of the problem is for a long time, is not just our government, but governments everywhere who were just run by a very small, small minority of people. Um, And now there is a diversity that is happening within government that is really unprecedented from a worldwide perspective. I mean, I'm, I'm sure diversity sort of rises and falls in certain countries in different eras or times, but I think what I'm noticing is that um, there is more and more diversity. And, 
And uh, just recently in this country, um, we, for the first time, there's a, a black uh, senator from the South. I was just thinking first about it. First time ever. First time yep. ever. And only, and a, and a Jewish uh, senator a Jew from the South, second, only second time, only the second time, you know. So, I mean, that is, gosh, just right there. That is historic diversity uh, in our Senate. And, and it's just, it's happening more and more and more. Um, and I, I don't know, of course, because I don't know the future, but I don't see that. I don't see us going backwards with that. Mm -mm. There's just too much groundswell. Uh, and so I feel that diversity is key to unlocking a lot of these issues. Because if you have never walked in someone else's shoes, how can you make choices for them? Mm -hmm. You can't represent them. That's right. You can't represent them. Not, not well, and maybe for a short time, but not for 20, 30 years. Like in this, we don't have any term limits for Congress or for the Senate. And so, you know, some mm. people become career and uh, they don't represent their, their states or their districts well at all because they don't have any real idea of what it is to be in the shoes of the vast majority of their constituents. And so, you know, to have this kind of diversity is so vital. It's so vital uh, because we're making decisions with, the, with those trillions and every country is making decision with their millions and billions and trillions of, you know, of dollars and how that gets spent and distributed. And with diversity, uh, we can start having that distribution uh, with more equality. Uh, and that is, that is so hopeful to me. That is so hopeful to me. Um, yeah, I, I think that we're, we're on the right track in that respect, you know. Mm -hmm. I want to remind the listeners, go, go back into the archives from uh, last year. I know I've said this numerous times, but there are things happening now that mm -hmm. mother alluded to months ago. And, and Danielle was on a bit of a hiatus at the end of 2020, and we missed you very much, and we are all very, very glad that you're back. Um, but go listen to a few of those, because as I watch what's happening now in December 2020 and January 2021, I just hear Mother's voice inside my head. Mm. Because to know about something in advance or at least have a, like a hazy outline of events is one thing. The experience of it unfolding is an entirely different reality. And so as we go back and listen to what mother was saying, we can probably understand the present a lot better. I think it would be a fun exercise. Yeah. <laughs> you think you're kinda, right. Kind of makes me giggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She said, mm. people will fight to the death to mm. hold on to power. Yep. Mm -mm 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 -mm. My, my. Mm. Well, everybody, School of Love season is in. We're on. School of Love season on. is on. <laughs> so go to BelovedPublications.com to learn more about it. Join us. 
for the masterclass, the three-day uh, series of, of segments that Mother will teach at the end of January. And, and do sign up for the extended School of Love if you're able. Thank you so much, Danielle, once again, for your bright light and wisdom and for being here with all of us and for all that you do. You really, you really just give so much. You're a delight. Thank you so much, Charlotte. I love being here and it is always such a joy to be with you. I, I, um, you inspire me and I love that you give so much to your community. I hope all your listeners appreciate you and send you lots of love letters because you deserve it <laughs> for sure. You warm my heart. Thank you very much. Well, if you want to send me a love letter, visit spiritualinsightsradio.com. I could use a love letter right about now. You hear that, yeah. everybody? That, that would lift me up. Charlotte needs some love that. letters. Yeah. Give me a hug, everybody. All right, Daniel. Thank you once again. All right, everyone. That's our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.